Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Gabby Reese Show. It's all an experiment. Hey, Gabby. You're calling your kids. Let's go. All right. That was great, Gabby. Let's make those legs longer. So, Gene, how's it going with the kids? Uh, you do not uh, feel like training. Come here. What's your plan? Let's go. Let's go. You want to train with Gabby? Gabby, let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my show. My guest today is Olympic champion Ryan Lochte. I mean, this guy's won so many medals, it's hard to count. 12 Olympic medals, over 90 in his career. And as a lot of you know, he's been a polarizing figure because he, you know, he made some uh, bad choices after an Olympics in Brazil, and he had to dig himself out of that. And to get ready for this interview, I really was just interested in putting him in a position of, hey, where are you now? Who are you today? And what have you learned? And what you find is, yes, you find a great swimmer. This is a person who can work very hard and is very focused. But you also find a person who is so loving and really trying to learn from, okay, this situation, why did I do that? Get to the base of that, do it differently. And, you know, now he's training for his fifth Olympics, which is a little bit different because he has two young children now, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. He's a husband. He talks about how he used to train versus how he has to train now and his recovery processes and and just how different it is. And And I really found this conversation touching and his willingness and strength to be vulnerable. Um, We did have a few technical glitches, so I hope you bear with us. And also, if you want to train with him, literally, like him and his coach, twice a week, he does have a new training program called Locked In Training, and you can find it in the show notes. And I really hope you enjoy the conversation. Ryan Lochte, thank you for, uh, you know, it's so funny. It's none of this is in person anymore. So thank you for being here with me. Awesome. Um, of course. Thanks for having me. Where are you? I am in Gainesville, Florida, upstairs um, in the kids' playroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I love all, everybody has to hide from their kids when they're recording anything. 
Um, I know you went to, you know, I went to Florida State and I know you went to, um, you know, Gainesville to University of Florida. Are you, <clears throat> talk to me about why are you training there? Um, so I went to college in 2002, trained here um, all the way up until 2013. And then I was like, you know, I'm like, uh, it was, it was almost like a big fish in a small pond. I was like, I need to leave. I need to do something else. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went to Charlotte, I moved to Charlotte to train for the next three years for 2016. Mm -hmm. And then after 16, um, I met my, well, she was my girlfriend at the time. She's my wife now. Um, that's how it usually goes, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we moved to Beverly Hills. Oh, we lived there. That must have been good for your training. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I only lasted a year there. (laughs) Um, So my son was born um, in like 2017. And then I was like, you know what? If I'm going to give the Olympics one more shot, I got to do it where it all started. I got to go back to my roots. I got to go back to the grind, um, back to the coach that knows me the best. So I, um, my family, we moved to Gainesville back home and we've been living here since, and it's the best decision we've made. And how is your wife? Um, how's Kayla adjusting to being, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a different, you're, I mean, people think Gainesville is Florida, but it's really the South. I mean, you're sort of in the South. It's the swamp. um it's it's that's the hardest thing I thought it was gonna be very hard for her to adjust just because I mean she's been living in LA for so long she she's a model um so she's like in that kind of scene and I basically took her to the swamp (laughs) and I introduced her to some friends that have families like all our age Mm -hmm. and she immediately fell in love with this place. She's like, I do not want to leave Florida ever. I was like, yes, my plan worked. (laughs) So yeah, we're, we're happy and she's loving it here. So let's, I just want to back up a little bit um, because then I want to use sort of certain chapters to kind of extract some of the lessons from the chapters. So you, you were raised in New York and then you moved pretty young, like I don't right around 12 to Florida. Yeah, 11. I was 11, 11. to Florida. And was this was so your dad could coach swimming. Is this right? Yes. Okay. And was it, cause I have three daughters and I have not pushed them weirdly into sports. <laughs> yeah. And so was it, was it sort of a given that you were going to swim or did you, did you have the opportunity to kind of dabble in other sports? Like, what did that look like? Um, yeah. So what was so unique was both my parents. So I was always around the pool deck, but they never pushed me into swimming. Swimming was the sport that I was obsessed with. I loved, I just loved being in the water. It was my my Zen, I guess you could say, like I could be having the worst day. And as soon as I step foot in water, Mm. I'm like the happiest person in the world. So, um, they never pushed me, which was very good. Uh, I played all different sports. Uh, I was a better soccer player than I was a swimmer. Um, so yeah, I mean, I did every sports. I mean, I was a kid, I was just having fun. 
Okay, but you're you're saying something for me that's so important because you see this culture of people, you know, maybe for like the last 15, 20 years where you're, you're getting kids in early, you're specializing them, they're doing one sport only. And I think that people who don't do sports at a high level, at least like, let's say to college of some sort, because that's sort of the next high level, yeah. not, not even necessarily professional, is that somehow within that, the athlete generally is having fun even when it when it when it sucks right like there's something still they're getting and so do you think um that you first of all as a dad do you think like you will you know secretly hope dream that your kids will be in sports or do you think it doesn't matter will you give them a little nudge because that's always the confusing thing for me is maybe they need a little more nudge like for me for example i feel like maybe i blew it that I didn't nudge them enough. Yeah. Um, and some of their stories aren't done. Like my one is now trying to play tennis and the youngest one is sort of in this pocket. So I was just curious, like, you know what you, cause your kids are like about three and one and yeah, a half. Four right? and two, like two months. Okay. Um, so I'm not, I'm not pushing them um, to do anything, but like I am in like, like you just yesterday, for instance, um, I got like a, a baseball bat and like those wiffle balls. And I was like, hey, Kaden, like that's my son. I was yeah. like, hey, let's let's play baseball. He's like, what? And I was teaching him and he was liking it. Once he started hitting the ball, he started liking it. But I'm not pushing it. I'm just going to like, Ex oh, here's a soccer him. ball. This is what you do with a soccer ball, like that kind of stuff. Um, but one thing I do want him to do is if he does pick a sport or – anything for that matters like i don't want him to half-ass it i want him to like give it a hundred percent and give it a try um because yeah. i mean that's what i was taught my dad was like if you're gonna be a soccer player be a soccer player. if you want to do swimming if this is what you want to do don't half-ass it like give it a shot and see what you got so do, do you and kayla ever discuss because you guys are in a way you're in the generation of parenting where you're a little more forearmed and forewarned about technology. Do you guys talk about a strategy? Uh, because, you know, it's overwhelming. It's like for your kids, right? It's coming. It's like, how do you manage their screen time? All these things. Do you guys have any systems um, in place or is that a conversation or, you know, what, what goes on in your house? Um, well, we just moved into a house. So we have a big backyard and, um, I mean, both me and my wife love being outside. I mean, we both kind of grew up outside. Um, so we want them to do the same. And I mean, we're in Florida, so the weather is perfect. Um, so we want them to get outside as much as possible because one, it tires them out and then they can take naps. So that means right. mommy and daddy time. <laughs> yes. so that's helpful um and just being outside so they're not just glued to technology um is key but i mean you know as a parent like sometimes you put on a movie and they just stop and they're focused and then it's like whew, i can like breathe um i mean every i think every parent needs that <laughs> just yeah. to stay sane um because you know having kids it's it's very difficult um, but yeah, I mean, 
before they go to bed, we do a movie like when they're like they take a shower, they take a shower and then uh, we get them pajamas and then like we watch a family movie sometimes. Um, we'll have popcorn, um, that kind of stuff. But we don't we try not to have the movie like movies on all the time. So, yeah. How are you now? Have you pursued I'm trying to do the dates. Have you been pursuing an Olympic um, competition before this was was um, was Caden alive at any time when you were training at this high of a level? Did you have yeah. any children at all? Was he very young? Um, well, not the Olympic level. Um, right. Okay. I had um, the biggest meet was Summer Nationals. Okay. Um, which was in 2018. Um, but I was just starting my training. Okay. So let's um, let, let's talk was, about that. Yeah, I was uh, bigger. <laughs> I saw. I saw that. Oh no! Yeah, um, I was. Uh, I was big. Um, but that was the process of me coming back to Gainesville and actually starting, like training. You can say. You know, I think you know. You hear the word balance all the time. People talk about balance, balance. You know, how do you balance it? Um, and I, I think it's a. You know. I heard a great analogy once where they talked about, you know, people talk about balance like it's in buckets versus like it's in a flywheel, right? So it's yeah. sort of like maybe at a certain time, like right now, your your flywheel, the swimming, the training is getting more, but that's still feeding into your family and your relationships and such. Yeah. How how are you navigating what tools, you know, what's your strategy? Because when you have two very small children um yes and, and you're tired and you need to recover so you yeah. can train hard and then your wife needs attention and you probably have other responsibilities like talking to me to talk about your training programs um you know where what do you do what do you do so i mean for me like swimming i could always just train i can always train with the best of them like i was just i love just being in pain like in swimming, like, I just love it. And I can, I can like, if you know, like any athlete knows, like when you say, you, did you go to the well? Like meaning I drain everything in the pool and I can do that all the time. So when I like these other younger kids um, that I'm racing against, they can go home and take a nap. They can just relax and not do anything. Do you remember those days? <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Um, but for me, after a workout, I go home and I have two kids that when they see daddy, it's daddy playtime. So I don't have that luxury of, you know, taking naps all the time. Um, and the hardest thing, and I'm still trying to do it now, get a hold of it is recovery because I don't have that recovery. I don't have that ability because I'm obsessed with my kids. And when I go home, I love playing with them. I, I, I will have that sacrifice because I'm obsessed with them, but it is taxing. So I have to, I've had to research on different ways to help me help my body. How do I recover and still be able to go to the practice and compete at the highest level? So I found these like supplements, this uh, true Niagen. I found this company, which is freaking amazing. Um, since I've been like at my age, it's been a, like a real lifesaver. It's 
really helped my with recovery, my repair, and my difference in my energy levels has been skyrocketing, which I need to keep up with my kids. So it's been so helpful. Um, so that's one of the things. Um, other thing is you're going to probably laugh at me. I hate, I'm a swimmer and I hate drinking water. Like, you know, I, it's funny. I was going to ask you about that because, you know, they say something like, I don't know what percentage, something ridiculous, like 70% of water that we have each day. We don't actually drink. It's like, we absorb it. We do, we eat it in our food, whatever. And when you're in the pool all day, people would think you're hydrated. You got someone coming? That's okay. I like it. Can you give me like five minutes, 10 minutes, buddy? Go see mommy downstairs, please. (laughs) He needs a scissor. Let him get the scissor, dad. Come on. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Come on. Ay, ay, ay. All right, here, bud. Here. All right. You know what's really good? Sorry Brian? about that. No, you know what's very responsible parenting and a good suggestion by me is to give the three-year-old, almost four-year-old, the scissors. That's a great idea. Sorry well, about he that. Has those, <laughs> those, uh, like butter scissors that yeah. can't do anything. So yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, so yes. So, um, so, so you're I, so, so I, hydration. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was competing at the highest level with zero water. So I, like I said, I was researching on what could help me. And I got, the, I found this a uh, BLK water mm-hmm. and it's infused with fulvic minerals and it has electrolytes, amino acids, and it has like flavors. So I'm actually, and I was drinking soda nonstop. I think that's, if you see the pictures from 2018, you oh, know, yeah. I was a little overweight. Mm-hmm. So since I cut out um, soda, I've just been drinking the BLK water and I've been feeling amazing. I was like, man, I wish I knew this like years ago. So, so you, you, you've been taking, so Trinogen, BLK. Yeah. What other, what, cause a lot of people, you know, they're, they're really interested in your recovery uh, curriculum because yeah. Listen, swimming, I don't think, and maybe you could try, you know, sort of verbalize this. I don't Mm -hmm. think actually people understand how much training and how hard swimming is. Like, I don't actually think they fully grasp from when you hit, when you decide you're at a high level of swimming, whether you're in high school or college, the amount of training. So is there anything else in the recovery, uh, part of your life, even if it's like a treatment or something that you really feel catapult you uh, or accelerate your recovery? Well, I mean, I do um, get um, two massages a week. Um, um, and it's usually right after practice. So I'm not missing too much home time. Um, and I also have um, the hyper ice gun, um, the massage gun. And I've been using that a lot because I mean, when I'm laying in bed about to go to sleep, I do that for like five, 10 minutes and I'm money. And so these little things I have to do. Um, yeah, it's like the only you, way I can be able to recover. Do you sleep? Are you a pretty good sleeper? Oh yeah. As soon as I close my eyes, you ain't waking me up. 
That's a gift. Which, my is, which is which is very annoying for my wife because yeah. if the kids cry, she yeah. gets up because I won't hear it. But that's a that's a that's a real gift. So take me back to what are you guys thinking about? You know, it's 5 a.m. You're in a freezing pool for the first training. And then, you know, the second training's later in the afternoon. What's going on in your mind? Well, in the early morning, it's it's the worst. I dread it every day. And I've been doing this for, what, 28 years. I don't want to go to practice every morning just so I don't get in that freezing cold pool. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I do it. Um, because once I step foot in that, everything, it doesn't matter if it's freezing, hot. I love it. I love the water. And I mean, I keep doing it because I have goals that I want to accomplish in the sport. We're going to do a quick thank you to one of our sponsors and get right back to the show. I'm in the perfect mood to do this ad today because I just came from prepping dinner and I had a moment where I was like, okay, prep dinner, get it done on time or do something outside. And then I'm coming in and talking about Sakara. I've talked a lot about them. They're a nutrition company. They do focus on overall wellness. However, like everyone, they believe it starts with what you eat and incredibly, they make that really easy. So I, I know a lot of us, we're trying to get a little more plant-based nutrition into our daily lives. Maybe, you know, we're trying to figure out how do I do that? What tastes good? Maybe, you know, the days are getting longer. Things are starting to open up. Well, Saqqara is there for you. They have, you know, you don't have to suffer through anything. Their menus are creative. They're chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. It changes weekly, so you won't get bored. I know I'm bored of my own cooking. And they will deliver this. Not only do they have a great offer for you today, but they will deliver this fresh to your door anywhere in the US. They have a lot of other incredible products too, is if you get going and you wanna support your health in other ways. So besides their delicious plant-based meals, they're offering daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas. So you can support your nutrition um, and experience the transformative nutrition of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder. It's made with cacao, so it boosts your energy, it can eliminate bloating, and a big one, minimize your sugar cravings. I'm always trying to figure out how do I get the sugar out of my diet, and especially wanting it. So right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Gabby Reese, or just enter the code Gabby Reese, one word at checkout. That's Gabby Reese, G-A-B-B-Y-R-E-E-C-E. And again, you can get your 20% off your first order at Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A. Com. When you when you say you love the water, you're good at this. So sometimes it's easier to love things that we're good at. But what is it? What is it about that environment? What does it do for you? Um, it's my it, it's my happy place. It's I guess. It's, yeah, it's my happy place. It's not negative. It doesn't fight back. It's calm. It's just like my personality. It's just, I'm very calm. I go with the flow and it, it's home. Mm. And yeah. growing up, you say like, cause it was so easy, but like, 
swimming wasn't, I was really bad at swimming growing up. <laughs> I had to work at it. Um, I had to bust my ass every day because I wanted it more than anyone. So, and I didn't really get scholarships to college. Um, yeah, their university of Florida, like was like the only school really that was going to give me a full ride. Um, and it was like their last like spot open. So, and then once I got to college, everything changed. Yeah. I was going to say, if people want to look up your records in college, um, you know, I mean, you have 12 Olympic medals, but it's like some insane, I don't even know how many medals, how can anyone even count this many total medals, like 90 medals from all the games and all of the things. So, um, yeah, yeah you, you were, you know, highly successful mm -hmm. in college, but you know, I guess for me, you know, looking at your career and you just said something interesting, like about your personality. So at times, like I could see you in the Olympics, you know, early in your career winning, it almost seemed like you weren't thinking about it. You were just kind of in it. And it, you know, at times, maybe the outside world could misconstrue that you're sort of just flowing through it all and none of it. That bothered I, yes. You. That I didn't really care that I kind of took it for granted or just like, yeah, like, dude, whatever, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you're like, oh, this is a big, strong guy who's good at swimming and he's rolling through it and he he's having fun. And um, and so maybe if, if we say like after you had the hassle in Brazil um, and this is the interesting part for me, your personality coupled with that, it was like he doesn't really care. He's just saying like, OK, whatever. But what, it, what I want to talk about is you dedicate yourself at 12 years old to something that people don't realize how hard it is, okay? Coupled with you have a natural kind of flow in your personality. It's almost like a teddy bear kind of yeah. sweetness. And putting people into a position where they're being how they think they're supposed to be, right? So you're training, you're an Olympic champion. There's a lot of pressure in that. Yeah. So... You know, you, you could see it in Tiger. You can see it. There, there's a million stories of it, right? Like, how am I, I I'm going to be how I think I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be. But how do you think we could encourage people to say, hey, if you want to be great or be a champion, how do you simultaneously find the way to develop and and sort of your whole real self, your, your opinion? Maybe you want to let blow steam off once in a while instead of like, this pressure to be perfect all along, win, win, win. And then maybe it just kind of comes out one night after a lot of training, some success, a couple cocktails, and then you just have to let it out, right? So I guess this is the thing I'm interested in is how do we get people to realize they've got to develop also themselves, they're allowed while still trying to be a champion. I think it's yeah. hard. We don't, we don't ever talk about that. We don't teach that people how to do that. No. Uh, um, like, I guess what I'm saying is, did it in any way catch up to you? Like if you could have gone back and sort of put some things in place along the way mm -hmm. that would have helped, you know, see, just um, help you let it out, you know, me, me growing up, I had two different lives. Um, I had, I was a swimmer and then I was not, um, I trained so hard and I, beat my body up more. I can probably say more than anyone. 
in the sport. Um, I've just learned that way, but that's at the swimming pool. Once I, once swimming practice starts, I'm a beast until the end of swimming practice. And then as soon as I'm out of that water, I'm not a swimmer anymore. I don't want to talk about swimming. I hate talking about swimming outside the sport. I hate it outside the pool deck. I was like, don't please keep your mouth shut. Let's play basketball. Let's do something else. So I had two different lives. Um, and that was my way of coping with swimming. Like, so as soon as I left the pool deck, I was Ryan Lochte at the time I was playboy rock star of swimming. Um, and I would go out party, um, because that was my life. That was, and, but then when I went to practice, I was so focused. I was 100% committed every day, focused, working on my technique, trying to make myself better in the pool. Um, but then as soon as practice was over, I was back to being Ryan Lochte. Um, and it just, I was, I guess you could say I was immature. And the Ryan Lochte was, I was just noticing a something bad always happening. Um, and I had to just seriously take a step back and be like, I need to wake up and smell the roses. Like, this is like, my life is not going the way I really want it to. Um, and I know I'm better than what people perceive me as, because that's not really me. It was with the fame, the money, everything that was coming from swimming, I kind of let it get to me. And I was like, yeah, I got to play this role now um, as this rock star swimming. Yeah. Um, and then I guess you can say I grew up. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and, and everything in my life. The bad things has, I don't have any regrets. Everything has helped shape who I am today. And I couldn't be more than happier of who I am right now. I am the happiest I've ever been. Um, I have a family, like it's just, and if those um, things didn't happen in my past with like the Rio and everything, it, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I probably wouldn't have a family. Um, I'd probably still be doing the dumb shit that I did. Um, so everything happens for a reason. And right now I am freaking loving life. I couldn't be do, happier. Do you think that the pressure though of swimming and training that hard and being that focused created kind of a rebound though, to go so hard the other way? Like, do you think it's, I guess what I'm curious is like, how do we balance and in any pursuit, like going so full throttle without kind of having this, you know, rebound polarizing response. Cause I just think there's a part of that. That's pretty natural. I think, I think it's all has to do with maturity. Mm. I mean, we train like you, you know, you're an athlete and you train so hard that you need an escape. You need to like relax and it's the maturity is like, do you, do you know how to like handle yourself at that time when I was younger? I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know how to stop because I was so used to going all in all the time that I went all in all the time outside of the sport. <laughs> um, but then like, 
maturity, I, I grew up. I mean, I still got ways to grow up more. <laughs> um, but I can handle myself. And I know, like now, for me to like recover or not recover um, to get my mind off swimming and stuff to let loose. I play with my kids. Right. I go on walks. I sit outside and like teach my kids how to build things like things like that. Um, so that, so it's so unique how to let off steam and all that. I would just like party or do something um, now or like buy some outrageous car, like something stupid. And now um, it's like a complete 180. So if you, if you had a younger athlete or someone pursuing something with full mm -hmm. throttle intensity that didn't have, in a way you also have a, a forced template, like you have a family. So it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna do that. If you had somebody who they they had this sort of wacky imbalance in their life, because that's sort of what it takes sometimes to be as as accomplished as you are at what you're doing. And if someone's pursuing it in business or whatever, you know, what would you say to them, um, you know, to try to seek that, to get that valve, to get that release without being destructive? I would say just know who you are. Um as a person um, and don't let, you know, the fame, anything get to your head and change who you really are. And that's what happened to me. And it made um, people's perspective of me bad because it wasn't me um, because, and I lost sight of that. Mm. But well, good thing I, I have a great wife to slap me and say, this is not you. Well, you know, Kayla was with you and stood by you sort of, I would, I would imagine was, was certainly one of the tougher things to go through. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you get up each day? Let's say you're going through something where people are trying, you know, like they're, they're on you. Like you had a, you had some time there that everybody was kind of on you. How do you, cause I think people, you know, when they, they're got to get out of bed right in the day and maybe yeah they're just getting hammered by life. You had a, like it times a million. Mm -hmm. How do you, what were the tools you used when you were like, okay, I'm going to get up today. I got to get up. I got to face it because what you were able to face and stand through takes yeah. a lot of courage and, and, and strength. Where do you get that from? Um, I get, you know, it has to go back to swimming on uh, just being 100% in and focused um, mm. and not giving up. Um, there was so many times, the hardest part was freaking social media, going on social media and seeing comments of like hate. Uh, and like the worst ones were little kids being like, you used to be my role model and now you're not. Mm. That destroyed me. Um, and it went like that for a while. Uh, and I was like in the darkest place in my life. But what do you, like, that's like, what I'm, what do you tell yourself? That's what I'm saying. Like, because there's people who experience this on, a, on like, you know, the micro 
of or the macro of what you're talking about what are you what are you fortifying inside yourself to you have those like process like like of grief like i was depressed for a while but you know in the back of my mind i just like i had a close circle like my family my wife like my friends that were like we know who you are like we like this is not you like you don't give up that's not who you are you're a fighter you keep fighting and you keep going forward um so like it was hard but the positive reinforcement that i was getting in my circle helped me the most um and it really got me out of the dark hole that i was in and I never gave up, even though it was so hard. There's like, yeah, I mean, there's times that I wish I went to a remote island and <laughs> no one ever talked to me ever again. They were like, Ryan, who? Um, just because, I, yeah, it was just a bad, bad point. But like I said, I'm a fighter and I just kept going, kept fighting, trying to better myself um, day in, day out. Okay. So let's just get brass tacks now. Let's just talk about your training. Let's talk about your food. Let's talk about some things that you are doing now versus what you used to do. Um, so you have, I want to talk about your, uh, locked in training. Um, it's yeah. is it Supreme of fitness. Is that what it is? Is that right? Yeah. So I joined forces with this fitness and health guru and she's <laughs> a good friend of mine, Jennifer Cohen. Um, and she has this company called Suprema Fitness, um, which helped me put together the locked in training because I wanted to do this is because everyone always reaches out and be like, how do you train like an Olympian? Like, how do you do so well? Like, what what do you do outside the pool? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's do this. So I teamed up uh, with Suprema Fitness and um, we developed locked in training. And it's pretty unique because um you can actually train with me at the same time live how does that work how does that how are you able to train what someone's filming you i always think it's so hard to do anything for real and try to capture it but that's the thing i'm not like joking being like hey guys you can do it come on two more it's like because like when i work out i'm intense like I will be dripping sweat. I'll be like, come on guys, let's do this. Like, I mean, cuss words. Yes. I'll be like, yes, you got to get at it. Um, and that intensity of like me doing exercises, I put it into for everyone to see and they do the workouts too. So this is your land-based training around the pool. Okay. Not at the pool, not at the pool. This is at a gym. And I have my uh, uh, strength coach and he's filming it and he's critique, he, which is also is he's seeing um, people that are on and he can help critique them being like, Hey, George, your back is low. Like that's, which is awesome. Cause you don't get that. If you go to like some other fitness thing, they're going to be, it's going to be someone's being like, make sure your back is straight. But how do they know? They're not seeing it. Right. So this is like live. This is, yeah, it's awesome. How about when you have to do an exercise that your trainer gives you, 
that you know how we all have in our repertoire. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I look, I look, I look like a fool, but that, but I'm not like that's the thing, and that's what's awesome is because I wanted to do this and not be fake. Like, yeah. if but you do, awesome. like, there's like some box jumps that I do that I miss the box and I like face plant. Like that's 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 how life is like it's not fake so everything that you're seeing it's real um and like you'll see me like i might cuss at my weight coach be like screw this what the hell i'm not doing like but it's life like that is life and that's what you really get so let's let's i'm gonna back away from the olympics but on in sort of like in general if you're training is it it land training is it three days a week is it relatively heavy is it more high intensity what does it look like so back in the day um i mean my my explosion was awesome i couldn't like i just was fast quick light um as i got older i got a little slower movement um so i had to start so before it was just three days like a week of just weight training, doing like cleans, um, bench presses, jumps, box jumps, uh, um, things like that. And then now I'm doing more explosion, like, um, starts off the blocks, um, death drops to box jumps, like things like that, just to work quickness. Um, everything I do on land now, um, has some unique way to correlate to my swimming to help me. Um, so, um, I mean, yeah, been going, uh, three days, uh, we only do twice, twice a week, um, for the locked in training. Yep. Um, and that's more like explosion, like fast, quick movements, um, jumping over hurls back, forth, back, forth, uh, just to get that quickness, um, reaction. Um, and then my third time that we don't, um, do on locked in is more like my weights. Right. Um, and because I want to show like. I can't just, my coach said, like, you're strong. You have that dad strength. You have that old man strength. Like, you're strong. You just got to maintain it. Yeah. So that's is why it, I only lift one time a week instead of three. Well, and, and it's also it's hard. Is more explosive. explosive. Yeah. yeah. I think the heavy lifting, unless you're like, like a power lifter or maybe a football player where you have to have that, just that radical yeah. kind of first – I think it just crushes your joints in a way that people don't realize you can't really sustain that for, for too long. I'm just mm -hmm. curious, like out of my own curiosity, when you, when you're off a start and you go into the pool and you have to sort of, you're gliding through, there's like this moment when then you, you begin, Yeah. you, you know, when it's like, a, yeah, it's like the momentum from the start to continue. Yes. Yeah. I'm only, I'm so fascinated if like, that's a gear switch too, from the start to what you have to activate to keep that glide and the momentum. Um, you know, what, what is that? You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's so specific and so precise. What, what happens in the body? Like what's the gear shift? Um, it's there is no really gear shift your fastest point of your race is the start so it's basically you're going off that momentum so that quickness reaction that it all matters like how you enter the water like if you enter like flat like you're not gonna 
like go anywhere. If you enter like at an angle and you shoot down and you're in like a tight streamline, you like can pull out. Like it's almost like you're firing a gun, a bullet just goes and that's what it is. And you just, you use that to your advantage. And for me, since I wanted to do something better than anyone. So my specialty is underwaters like underwater kicking. And so I use that to my advantage. So from my start, I do that butterfly kick and that's when I just shoot out and then it makes swimming a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Says you, I, uh, you know, it's interesting <laughs> is you guys must watch old footage of swimmers when they used to kick and they didn't do sort of that, uh, you know, more of like a dolphin kick yes. it, to, the, to the householder. That's, you know, what it looks like. Yeah. Who, who finally figured it out? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> don't kick individually, connect. And, kick you know, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, but that's your generation. Like that was the switch yeah. over. Yeah. And I, the person that started it was Michael Phelps. Yeah. Okay. So he, he, I just, <laughs> I remember watching him and he kept on like beating everyone off the wall because he it was underwater. Was it intuitive? But, for him was it just an intuitive or i don't i honestly i never asked him that but like i watched him and i'm like shit he's killing everyone underwater like how do i do this so mm -hmm. i perfected it and went faster than him so i used that to my advantage we're going to say a quick thank you to one of our sponsors and get right back to the show if you're in the market or you've been curious about blue light blocking glasses. Somebody gave me a pair of blue blocks about two years ago. I'm always just trying to find ways to, you know, get it done at night, but not maybe be exposed to so many bright lights. And, and you know, you're not going to make your house dark. So somebody gave me a pair of blue blocks. And then when COVID hit, I did research and get them for my girls because they were looking at their computer all day long, doing their schoolwork. And what I love about this company, the more I learned about it, is the fact, besides the fact, okay, I'm not going to lie, that they've got, you know, over 20 styles and frames, so it's really fashionable, um, but that they consider the science. The founders were looking for a company to buy from, and they just were not happy with the quality and the lack of science behind leading blue light blocking uh, glasses. So what they did is they made blue blocks, and blue blocks are backed by the latest science and made under optics laboratory conditions. I mean, we're talking about your eyes all the way in Australia and they can make them prescription, non-prescription readers. And there's a lot of conversation around blue light and, you know, maybe it's tough on your eyes or you, if it does impact your sleep, right? Like for me, it's low energy, you get a little heightened anxiety. So this is just a way to defend against that. And they are giving you a great offer today. If you go to blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use the code Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y at checkout, not only well, they give you 15% off your order. They offer you free shipping anywhere, which like I said, is no small feat. They're all the way in Australia. How do you, how do you separate church and state? I'm always fascinated by athletes. Cause like when I compete, I'm on a team with everybody. We have the same goal. How are yeah. you on a team? I'm always fascinated by teammates that like gymnasts and swimmers where you're on a team and the two of you in particular have a friendship, but yet, yeah. 
you got to beat him. And sometimes yeah. you got to work with him. What's the gear? I mean, and, and I'm going to overgeneralize, but I feel like guys are like, can gear shift quick. Like I'm going to kick your ass. You want to have a beer? Like they can do that really fluidly. Yeah. How do you, how did you gear shift and work that out? Um, I think because like my mindset is so unique. Uh, I swimming, swimming, it's a sport that I love to do that. I have fun doing it. Um, so at the end of the day, there's so much more to life than just swimming. So at the end of the day, if I lose, I lose, I'm going to be upset because I'm a competitor and I hate losing, but right. am I going to dwell over it? Am I going to be pissed off being like, screw you and like resent you? No, I'm going to, after the race, whatever the outcome is, I'm like, all right, if I lose, what can I do to make sure that doesn't happen again? If I win, awesome. But I'm going to be the same. I'm going to be as soon as I get out of that pool after a race, I'm back yeah. to being me. Just loving life. I um, I want to just keep going with your training just a little more. Your nutrition, um, obviously, we talked about you focusing a little more on being hydrated and supplementing. Are there any other supplements that you find either help um, with your recovery or your rest or anything like that? Um, or, or just your eating in general? What's the pattern of it? Uh, what so, are you eating? So like I said, like, because I hated water, I was drinking right. soda. And I always had Friday pizza and wings. And <laughs> I always had that. So I always had those cheat days. I was, I love candy. Um, but that was when I was young and I could consume anything. I can consume eight to 10,000 calories and not even gain an ounce. And now that is definitely not the case. <laughs> I have to watch what I eat. And which is crazy because I never gained weight when I was younger because I was just always lean and I was eating like crap. And now I'm actually watching what I eat and I'm noticing a tremendous difference in my overall, like in my body, in my attitude mm -hmm. towards like anything. I'm just a happier person and it's what I consume that has an effect. And luckily my wife is a fantastic cook and she's like, she was a model. So she always ate like perfect, mm -hmm. like healthy. And so now she makes like, makes us like all this amazing food that's so healthy. Um, so, I mean, my diet has changed so much. Susan, are you trying to get variety in there? Is, are you have a conscious amount of like, Hey, I'm looking for this much protein, this much veggies as you move closer to competition, like what's your rhythm on that? Or are you just trying to, you know, eat real and healthy food? Um, just real and healthy food. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I always do like, uh, like three days before a competition, I'll usually do a carb load just mm -hmm. to get that energy and everything. Uh, me. Uh, but other than that, like, I love my steak. Um, but my wife doesn't, my wife doesn't really eat uh, meat. Um, she likes fish, uh, but she doesn't really eat meat, but she's trying to eat meat now for me. Um, so yeah. Um, I mean, and when, when you say carb load, you don't mean like what we used to do in the eighties, like pasta. Are you talking about sweet potatoes and things like that? Or are you talking about straight up? Like what's your carb load look like? 
Oh, my favorite is chicken Alfredo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, no, like, yes, good, healthy carbs. Um, And not like just chicken Alfredo, pizza. (laughs) So I got to actually, I got to be smart. Yeah. So you got to. So it's like your body is your, your car. And what kind of gas do you want? Mm-hmm. you want the premium or unleaded? I want the premium. I want the best. Right. So. so you, you go now and you go to uh, meets or you're pr- practicing and people are much younger than you. First of all, are you are, well, no, just listen, I'm way no. older. I can say that. How yeah. do you, first of all, how do you not mind trip yourself? Because I always love like, you watch like Federer now on TV and they're like, it's amazing. The 30 something year old, like they've thrown him under the bus and they're just celebrating from one year to the next that the guy is, is you know, high level athlete versus um, they, that's like the storyline, you know, that's going to become like part of your narrative, right? Like you had the, you were the, you know, maybe wild guy who gives Michael Phelps a rub and then beats Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. Then, okay. You, you're the Olympian, then you get into a hassle. Now you're the old guy. It's like, how do you block all that stupid narrative? Because they need something to talk about. Um, because I think people experience this in different dimensions of their life. Like, oh, I'm this age now. How do you yeah. do that? I mean, it's it's if you want to give those people a narrative to talk about. Like, I mean, that's, see, when I was younger, I gave them that. <laughs> I gave them that ammo. <laughs> um, now... I mean, I am the oldest guy in the sport of swimming. Lucky you. But it's a challenge. I'm doing something that no one else has ever done. Um, and it's a challenge. And I, I mean, I just got to stay the course and stay who I am and stay in my own lane, basically. But also it's that reminder too, like what a gift to you that you can throw down this many years of doing this. And that mm-hmm. you can keep, and that you can keep showing up. So to that, when you go to the pool, is there anything different about the athletes right now? Do you see anything different, different in the training, different in the preparation? Yep. What is it? Um, a lot of athletes now are getting, I guess, more smart. They're listening to their body a lot more than they did in the past. In the past, everyone was like just a workhorse. So less overtraining. You just beat me overtraining. Yeah. And that's what it was back in the day. Like they didn't know like, oh, you need to work more like technique on one day. So your body can recover more for the next one. So like things like that. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 36 and I'm learning it now. So it's like, I can't go to the well as much as I used to. Um, I have to be smart and I have to pick and choose, I guess, pick, choose my battles. Right. I want to, you know, you're going for your fifth Olympics and I guess I'm, I'm curious why, why? Yeah. Like what's, what's inside you? Is it like, Hey, this is the end of a chapter, like of a, of a segment, like, and obviously you can, you're, you're strong and quick. Is it just because it's still fun for you? Like, is it part of it? Cause it's your job. Like, what is it that you're like, uh, saying because yeah, yeah. it's hard what yeah. you're doing is hard um so after 2012 olympics i started falling out of this like falling out of love for the sport um the swimming started becoming a job 
Um, like I was going to work every day. Uh, and before that, I never thought, even though I was a professional athlete, I never thought it was a job. It was just a sport that I love to do. So I lost that. I lost that like little spark. And it wasn't honestly up until my son was born when I was like, you know what? I'm a fighter and I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to prove everyone wrong. Um, so born, I want to teach him that like, you know, in life you're going to get knocked down and your dad has gotten knocked down a lot, but I pick myself back up and you know what in life, that is what is going to define you as a person. So I want to teach him that, that, you know, I've been knocked down, but I kept picking my head up and I kept fighting. So, um, I mean, I'm doing it to prove everyone wrong. I'm doing it for myself because this is something that I wanted to do. I want to challenge myself. And I think that's what everyone needs to do, whether it's not in sports, you got to challenge yourself. You got to push yourself to the limits that no one else will. And, but it's how far do you want to go? And right now yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go as far as I can. You, you're, you know, it's interesting. Your intensity is wrapped in a package sometimes that it's almost like, unless people really pay attention to like the years and years you've laid down and how hard you go after it. It's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's an interesting mix of, of like, Hey, yeah, whatever seemingly with this sort of very intense drive and dedication. And so yeah. I, I think it's, it's important right now. Like it feels like for me that this is a bigger reflection of who you are, mm -hmm. like seeing you, you know, as a father and someone who maybe had to go through a few bumps, it's almost like we yeah. can see you, we can see you more clearly yeah, than when you're just kicking ass. See, because In this is me. Um, back then that wasn't me. And right. So that's why I'm so happy because I'm not trying to be someone that I'm not like, yeah. that's why like my family, my close circle, they knew who I was. And that's why they said, dude, this is not you. Just, what are you doing? Like, yeah, they know the real me. And I want people because they have so like a mis um, perspective of me. Like I want people to see the real me. Yeah. Um, so do you, what's the dream for you besides obviously your family and all of these things? What's your net, your, like inside your mind when you're mulling it over, like, Hey, this is this time now, but I'm going to be doing other things. Is there, is there, is there a new and extended, what's the new and extended dream for you? What does that look like? Honestly, um, you know, having kids like you, you know, um, you do pretty much everything for them. Um, and I just want to do, I want to give them everything, um, that they deserve, um, things that I didn't have growing up. Um, and in order to do that, I had to change a lot of things in my life to get on track, to get on the right road. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, you're going to have bumps throughout but life. But things but, like what, like things like what, what to you feels important? for that, that, they, that you want to provide for them? You know, the most in, important thing is love, just being there. And growing up, my biggest fear was not becoming a good dad. Um, and that was my biggest fear. But now that I have kids, like, 
I know that's not true because I'm obsessed with them. If anything, I'm giving them too much love. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, that's what I do. Like, that's, yeah, that's me. Um, but you're, you're like, okay, maybe in the pool, they're trying to say that you're a little bit on the more mature side, but in life, you're a young guy. Yeah. What do you, what do you want to do? What do you, is it in and around swimming? What, what is um, it? You know, I love the sport of swimming. Um, and I love kids. Um, I mean, something that I definitely could see myself doing. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know. I can't say like in 10 years, I want to be doing this because you never know. Um, all I know is I love kids and I, I would love to teach them because I have a, a great story. I feel like in my life and I want to teach kids that like the do's and don'ts like motivation, um, and teach kids how to swim. Um, you know, that's something big, especially having kids now. It's like, I definitely want to teach kids how to swim because like, it's like the second leading, like, like deaths rate is drowning. So I definitely want to teach kids and teach kids things that I've learned throughout my swimming and just enhance the sport, make it better, make swimming bigger than what it is today. That is what I want we're going to do a quick thank you to one of our sponsors and get right back to the show. One of the really fun things for me is when I'm using something and it's working is just to share it because I have it in my everyday life. I know how it's making me feel and I really can also respect the brand. So I'm excited once again to share with you Ritual and they are vegan friendly multivitamin and it's formulated with high quality nutrients. So everything is sourced and it's bioavailable. One of my pet peeves is People are saying, hey, I'm, I'm busy. I don't have a lot of extra money, um, but I, I do want to support my health. And so they go through the effort of buying a multivitamin, um, maybe trying to research it and paying for it. And they don't even realize that a lot of the ingredients aren't even bioavailable. And what you will not find in Ritual is sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. You wouldn't think any of that was in your vitamins, but they really are. And another kind of really fun thing I love about this brand is that a lot of us are opposed to like, you know, the vitamin burp, that they put a little fresh after minty taste delay. So once you take the capsule, you're left with this sort of minty feeling taste in the back of your throat. They make it really easy, light and fun. They also do it specific to male, female, even teens, because at the end of the day, you know, they're scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And so for example, my daughters and you know, myself, we're not taking the same multivitamin. They have wet and dry ingredients together in a clear capsule, so it even looks good. So we know where the ingredients, these high level ingredients are coming from. We know what they're leaving out. We know that it's bioavailable, that you're actually getting the new nutrients and it's fun and they make it really easy. So they have really covered all of the basis and they want to give you a great offer today. So they are saying they will give my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So you'll get your key nutrients without all the garbage. And if you visit ritual.com slash Gabby, you can start your ritual today. Really important is that the multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start snooze, maybe you're gonna take a trip or even cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love ritual your first month, 
they'll just refund your first order. So head to ritual.com slash Gabby and get your savings. I want to switch gears to you as a husband, because I think you're actually going through something with your wife that you can give some insight to. So um, you, you posted, this is not, I'm not talking out of school um, that Kayla decided to have um, explantation surgery. So for people who don't know, it's if people have chosen to get implants at some point in their life, a lot of people have medical issues because of that toxic releases. There's a lot of things, um, you know, there's stories of women having their hair tested and there's, you know, metal in there. And if someone's listening to this and they want to learn more, your, your wife actually did a live on her feed with a woman from the doctor's office where they answer all these questions and they go through this, if people are having skin rashes or things like that, that this might be a cause. So I just, I just want to put that out there because that's a health uh, component that I think is important, but so you're a husband and a lot of times women are doing things for the, you know, the, the attraction of their partner or their husband. And I guess what I, I found beautiful was not only your celebration of this and support, but, you know, how are you sort of making her feel, or I guess just supporting her because that's a big, you know, like that's a big thing. We equate sort of femininity and all these things with, with breasts, you know? Yeah. I mean, her breast when I met her was just, that was like a cherry on top, I guess. <laughs> That's not why I fell in love with her. <laughs> um, definitely not. And even more so now because the woman that I've seen her turn into is freaking amazing. She's stiff. <laughs> Sorry if I get a little teary eyed. Um, it's just, she's helped me so much. Um, and yeah she's um, i just want to say that from the outside you know what she's what she's gone through what she's dealt with through through me through my shit and on top of that what she's gone through with her body it's it's truly amazing that right there the best damn woman i know i you know ryan i think what's what's really so inspiring about what you are putting out in in your in your message is I think people don't realize how many emotional kind of challenges you've had, whether it's your parents divorcing in college and maybe some strained familiar relationships and maybe even with your mom, which I think for, for, for any child, but certainly a son is very, is very difficult. And the fact that you have this opportunity to create your own family and have, you know, this, all this love around you, um, it's, it's a really inspiring story. And, and, and to be honest, I I like greatness and I like winning, but it's way more inspiring than 12 Olympic medals and 90 medals and winning everything that anyone can ever win. And so, you know, I, I just really, 
appreciate that. And I know it was hard. It's been hard. It, I know it's hard. Like I'm not, I, I think people don't realize like to, to get this full of a big of a story, how hard it's been. I don't mean like, Oh, just the hours in the pool, but all of it, how hard it's, and, it's taxing. Um, <laughs> it, there it is. That's why um, I love the challenge. And that's why this is going to be one of the hardest challenges to do. I mean, it has been. Um, I'm just happy that of who I am now and the family I have, the support system I have. Um, so, I mean, it's been hard, but it's been damn worth it. Well, I, I really want to wish you, you know, continued success and, 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 and also I just want to remind people. So if they want to train you, are you really going to be able to, are people going to really be able to keep training with you? Are you crazy? <laughs> Twice a yes. week. Yeah. I mean, so we, so in the locked in training, um, I do my own workouts like, but we yes. have variations um, for people like that are at home. Like if you don't have a kettlebell, pick up a milk jug. Like, yep. so yep. we tell them and we have different exercises. If they don't have a medicine ball to do throws, they can like just sit in place and go like this. Like, so we have variations and we tell them it and we show them it while we're doing the locked in training. Yeah. So it's it now I've, I've seen that it's people can pay like 110 bucks a year yeah. and they can pay now. Can they, do they have the option to pay for a month? Cause I saw like under $13 so, per month. Yeah. So you can do monthly on, okay. so anyone can sign up, sign up at lockedintraining.com and you Will get you two, uh, spell two L O C H E D I N in training.com. And, um, they can go and get sign up and get two weeks of free, test it out, and train like Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 amazing. So, uh, departing, if you wanted to drop off a secret or a wish for people, or just a reminder, um, maybe something that you're reminding yourself. You know, what would what would that be? You know, especially in this world, everything is really like negative and we need positivity in this life. Like positive, like net negativity is contagious and we need something positive. So my wish is for everyone to just do one kind thing to someone, go out of your way and do something kind to someone else, not yourself. Don't buy yourself a Rolls Royce just because it will make you know, <laughs> Even though you can, that would be awesome. Um, no, do something. Do something nice for someone else. One, just one person, whether it's opening up a door, say, go up to someone. You know what? That shirt looks really good on you, or something out like something like that, just to make someone smile. Go out of your way and help someone else. Do that every day. This, it starts with something so small. That was I, my wish. I really appreciate you um, being like a champion. Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like, rate, subscribe, and leave us a review. All of my music was graciously done by Frank Zumo and Tom Thacker. If you want to see some of the behind the scenes action, just follow me at Gabby Reese. And remember, don't miss new episodes every Monday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.